how does it go again? Say, I'm Alicia, and I'm Marin, and this is AM Radio. Okay, okay, we can do this. I forgot what our podcast was called there for a second. Yay. Hi, Alicia. Hi, Marin. How's it going? Oh, pretty good. How are you? Pretty great. A few months into law school now. Things are going well. That's so Still exciting. alive. <laughs> How's your life? Oh, it's good. I decided to not go back to school in September, so I am... Maybe free I should... as a bird? I'm free as a bird. Oh my gosh. I'm not going to tell people what I'm doing because I'm doing nothing. <laughs> That's not true. I'm job hunting. That's a job itself, you know? But you know what? The college is on strike right now in Ontario, so I wouldn't be in school anyways, and it'd be a waste of money. So You really just dodged a bullet. I did. For the best. Definitely. So, today, what are we talking about? We're going to talk about birth control. What a fun topic. Mm-hmm. So fun. <laughs> we could also talk about never-ending sexual assault accusations. Oh, yeah. They're everywhere. Every time I open up the internet, it's like, oh, another famous person is going down for sexual assault, and I feel a little bit horrified. Also, like, not shocked that there's this many people that have numerous sexual assault allegations against them but like i just kind of preferred to imagine that maybe it wasn't quite as bad as i knew it was yes i hear that but i'm glad people are speaking out yes and feel that they're able to speak out and i hope more people will choose to do that yes i hope so too okay so birth control (laughs) what is what is our thesis i don't know if we have a I don't know. We don't have a thesis. But I think what we were wanting to kind of mention is access to birth control, um, whether it should be free or if it should cost money, talking about it in a pro-life, pro-choice kind of aspect, looking at the sex ed education that people get, and then um, also Christian perspective and our perspective. Sounds good. Nice list there. It's a good list. (laughs) We can jump in from the early days of one's life when one is first learning about (laughs) sex. Oh, yes. Sometimes there is this concept that it is better to just not tell teenagers about sex or the risks or more specifically how to minimize and prevent those, which is dumb because sometimes teenagers have sex. Shocking, I know. (laughs) So I think that's a good first place to start is that teenagers need to be informed of how you can get birth control, what it is, when it applies, when they should start thinking about it. Because yes, you maybe don't want to be encouraging young people to be sleeping around, but we also really don't want young people to be having babies because that's worse. It's true. I'm trying to like think back to when I had my sex education I remember it was fourth grade when I was like learning about where babies came from. But now that I think about it, I don't think I've ever actually been given this talk from my parents. It was all done in school, house class. Like the sex part for like high schoolers. So we had like the, oh yes, I know where babies come from. And I brought my picture book to school and showed everyone because I was that child. But (laughs) I don't know. We just weren't really talking about it. Yep. So after that... You are no longer a teenager, and then you are an adult. And you know what? You might still have sex. (laughs) Crazy. Wild. Adults have sex, too. (laughs) And you know what? Sometimes you still don't want to get pregnant. 
And that's okay, especially maybe in your particular situation in life based on your religious beliefs or whatever. You want to have lots of kids and you're only having sex within a marriage and you want babies to come out of it. And that's great. That is not everyone's reality. <laughs> and we don't try to just force those kind of opinions other people. It's not how we live in a, our secular society. And we would like other people to be able to make healthy, good choices for themselves. And that requires access to birth control sometimes. So, first of all, stepping outside of the Christian perspective, whatever your views on that are, within your religion, as we've said before on this podcast, <laughs> I think, we don't try to force that on everyone, and we try to make things better in general. So from a state perspective, I think it makes sense to have birth control be accessible and ideally free or at very least very affordable yes i agree definitely agree say how easy is it so to get you it you want to get some birth control <laughs> and you go to your doctor and you're like i want some birth control and they're like great you take your prescription to the pharmacy and then you get some birth control in exchange for money if you have some sort of health coverage then that's good and your birth control will be cheaper but you know what kind of people often don't have health coverage people that are in poverty mm. or lower education or are not currently in university other things like that and they can't afford to pay for birth control and also definitely can't afford to have a child maybe it would be great if they could get birth control as a thought I don't know. I mean, often you can get, like, condoms for free, obviously. That's a pretty easier one to access for free. Yeah, but they're not, like... The best no. of the, all the options. I mean, as much as they have, according to Friends, because I'm re-watching that show, 97% effective. Um, <laughs> they, I mean, no birth control is completely... 100% effective. But some birth control is better than no birth control, and even multiple types of birth control, like... You know, the pill and, and condoms. The nice thing is, like, con like, it's great that condoms are getting access for free because that helps with, like, STDs and everything, too. So it helps prevent spreading those. But, like, not everyone uses them because apparently, I don't know why people don't use them, but they just don't. It's not cool. <laughs> apparently. Who knows? So there's a common Christian argument that I would like to address because it makes me go crazy. <laughs> this argument is that taking birth control takes away God's ability to make life happen. And you're taking away that chance, you're making that decision for God or something, and then you are hampering God's plan by taking birth control. And that makes no sense. Because let's look at how we live our lives. We like to make choices. And these choices, if we're taking a Christian worldview, we like to think we try to make them based on the Bible, God's will. We're trying to live out God's will in our lives and in the world, you know. And so we pray about it and we ask for advice and we make decisions all of the time that affect our lives, others' lives, the creation of new lives, etc., etc. And somehow that's all fine. We can make those decisions fine through prayer, through reading our Bibles, through trying to live out a Christian lifestyle. And yet suddenly when this one thing arises, like when it comes to birth control specifically, you can't make those choices anymore. You can't ask God for advice and make a decision like a reasonable person. 
<laughs> for some reason that's the one big thing and really if you're going to do some other method like natural family planning or just perfect abstinence that especially in a marriage a is weird <laughs> b you're taking away 100 percent. then it's the only 100 percent effective form of birth control is abstinence you're taking away god's actual ability to create new life whereas if you're on birth control you're expressing yourself sexually within your marriage there's still a chance of a child coming out and you're really not taking away god's ability to make new life and then of course as mentioned previously not everyone is living out their lifestyle exactly in that fantasy christian world where you're only having sex within your perfect little marriage and you know we don't need to deprive people of that but you're you yourself, as a Christian person in your happy little marriage, can also make decisions about your life following God's will about whether or not you want to take birth control. And that is not an unreasonable thing to do and not an unreasonable step to take that's infringing on God's ability to make new life. So that is a silly argument and you should stop making it, Christian world. <laughs> that's how I feel about that. <laughs> yes, I agree on that. Because... I mean, people get pregnant all the time when they're taking either the pill or using condoms or using all of the other ways that I have no idea exist. Oh, IUDs, those seem cool if that's your jam. Um, but people still get pregnant using these things. And so that's not to say that God can't provide you as a child if you're using birth control and you think you're taking away his ability. Plus, if you are questioning the fact that if you take birth control and you think God is not powerful enough to be able to still give you a child, you're like minimizing his power. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Don't do that to God. He put the stars in the sky. Oh, goodness gracious. <laughs> he deserves a little more credit. Come on. <laughs> yes. And I think we can't really have a conversation about birth control without very briefly in a soft friendly kind of way touching on abortion yeah <laughs> bounce past the topic in too much depth for the moment because that, that'll come but in for time right now, <laughs> we do want to just just mention there is a very good argument for having birth control access if you are very strongly pro-life or if you're just you know don't want to really increase the number of abortions that are currently happening which seems like a reasonably fair perspective to take having more birth control access reduces the number of pregnancies and the number one way to have less abortions is to have less pregnancies in the first place <laughs> seems like a win-win whether you're pro-choice pro-life whatever get that birth control out there get it to be affordable accessible not sketchy and untalked about also there's this whole thing where people like to put out these weird concept that birth control is like not understood at all nobody gets all of the weird health effects that could come up and that like it's a conspiracy and all what? like the fact that it has hormones in it is like a weird secret almost what? and they're like look at this article about how there's all these hormones in there everyone knows that there are doctors that have studied this it's listed on the website <laughs> but, you know it's not like a secret we know that there are hormones in birth control and it's been there's been a level of testing that has been done and when people start taking it you know they pay attention to how it's affecting them and their health you know they'll alter their plan go talk to their doctor if it's not working for them or change different varieties that's why there's such a range of options out there like maybe the pill is not right for you and maybe it's not going to work well for your body and maybe it does have more more hormones in it than you can that's going to work well for you it's not the only option out there so stop doing that also <laughs> world <laughs> sometimes there is the argument i hear that when people 
take the pill, it's like mini abortions happening because if you have already conceived and then have the pill, it like basically kills the fetus, whatever it's been. I guess it's a zygote at the time, kills that. These are things I hear. So then they say birth control is abortion. Okay, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> that, that's a, definitely also a thought that people have that exists. <laughs> I also don't know what to what to say there. If you're really, really that horrifically opposed, you don't have to use birth control. And you can just have all the babies you want. But That's don't fine. take away that right from somebody else. Yeah. Also, birth control is used for so many different things. It's not used only to prevent pregnancies. People use it for acne. People use it to balance their hormones. People who have endometriosis use it to manage their pain better and yeah i mean to have that as like a availability at a free preferably cost is also nice and like you know making sure it's actually covered under your general health plans and not like oh this company you know covers health benefits and like you know prescriptions up to whatever percentage but like not for birth control because it's like fake medicine no a, it's really often used for other reasons. B, preventing pregnancy is a legit thing. Yes. So both ways, it should be covered under all health plans. Now I wonder if they like don't cover birth control because then they're like, oh, then there's another life and then we have to cover them. So then we get more money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the company itself doesn't really affect them. Insurers in general, maybe. <laughs> it's the real conspiracy. The insurance companies are desperate to increase the population. <laughs> That's my theory. goes into my GPS slash gas theory. The GPS will take the longest roads that you have to pay for more gas. That's a take. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, if you people are wondering how much birth control costs in Canada, it is said costs between $20 and $60 a month, depending on your insurance plan. So that's for like a daily pill? For the pill, yes. The IUDs are a lot more expensive. They're not as common either. Apparently in Australia, they're becoming more and more common. I read a whole article on it. Very interesting. Also apparently painful, so take it as you will. But they last like five to ten years, so that's a bonus this one article I was reading saying that the Bible doesn't believe in birth control. (laughs) It's trying to tell us how when uh, in Genesis um, chapter 38, um, the account of Judah's sons, Er and Onan. So Er married, married a woman named Tamar, but he was wicked and the Lord put him to death. Wow, that's horrible. Um, so Tamar had no husband and nor children. And so in this time you had to marry your brother's wife if he died. So his brother married Tamar, so Onan married Tamar, but he did not want to have children. So he, like, the oldest form of birth control is withdrawal. I don't think that was an argument about don't use birth control or, like, you know, don't try to prevent a pregnancy. I think the argument, I, don't, I think that the point of that verse, that story, is not preventing a pregnancy is against God's will. I think it's more like, this is a thing in this particular situation where God was displeased with this guy's actions. Yeah, because, yes, um, it seemed like, he was mad that he had to marry Tamar and didn't want to. And so he, but he also refused to perform his legal duty of creating an heir for his deceased brother. And so that's why it seemed that God would, found him wicked. Oh, and I guess he also died too, if you were wondering. <laughs> if God specifically requests that you do a certain thing, you should do it, is more the, more the message of that verse yes. rather than don't pull out. <laughs> So on that, this article is telling us that God does not like birth control. And I think because like we didn't have modern forms of birth control when the Bible was written, um, we have to also pray about it and like hear what God has to say, not just, I don't know. It's hard. It's a hard book. <laughs> the Bible? Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot to it. A lot of pages in there. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. I think that's yes. all that was on our list. I think so, too. I feel like we covered it. I feel like we, you know, it was fast. There's so much more to say. I have, like, a million thoughts. But, like, I think we're going to wrap it up there. Yeah. And I think we should um, continue our conversation about abortion one day. <laughs> Someday. Someday we'll do it. We say that, threatening, like, we will. every it's single just so overwhelming. podcast we talk about it. I feel like I would need to, like, do a month of research before we talk about it. Because I have I so many thoughts. Anyway, should we sign off somehow? Mm-hmm. Well, yes. Thank you for listening to our fun podcast about birth control, everyone's favorite topic of the day. Yes, I hope you enjoyed it. Learned something new. Had some questions rolling around your brain. It's a good time. Should we try to do our really difficult sign-off? Yeah, how does it go again? Say, I'm Alicia, and I'm Marin, and this is AM Radio. Okay, okay, we can do this. Forgot what our podcast was called there for a second. Yes, okay. I'm Alicia. And I'm Marin. And, and this, this is, is AM, AM Radio. Radio. Nice, crushed it. <laughs>